what's up what's up what's up my loves we are back with another episode of dear christian black girl i know it's been a minute since we've all been together um last week i was resting uh, because your girl co-hosted a whole conference and i was tired y'all um so yeah so that's what happened last week but we are back this week and i'm so happy about it y'all listen i got my home girl i got my friend i got my sis uh marshila hall with me on tonight and y'all we are gonna talk about some stuff but before we get into it i'm gonna let marshila introduce herself say hey to y'all that type of thing hey boo hey boo Hey guys, I'm so excited to be on again. My name is Marshila T. Hall and I'm ready to have this discussion that we are going to have tonight. Listen, we're going to be very transparent um, and share about the topic on tonight. I just want to say hello and get ready because we're about to talk. Yes. So let's let's get right into it. So the superwoman syndrome. Y'all, if we can just kill this syndrome once and for all, I will be happy like really happy if we can just kill the superwoman syndrome because it's killing us it is it's definitely killing us and a lot of times we don't even understand why we're irritated um why we have these attitudes why we're having these health issues and it's all because we're trying to be all for everybody else and we're depleting ourselves and we don't even know that we need rescue because we're so busy trying to be about everybody's business be this for everyone and nothing for ourselves and so um yeah so if we, we could kill it if we could kill it kill that'd it. be great <laughs> like we need to learn how to kill this superwoman syndrome because it's not helping uh, helping us and i know you know depending on the circumstances some some women did have to be superwoman they had to do all the things maybe because a man wasn't in a home maybe they didn't know who they were in christ whatever the case is however we need to kill it we need to kill it it just it just needs to die and then too, not even always, I think a lot of times we tend to blame things on, you know, a man not being in the house. But a lot of times if we just tell the truth, traditionally, we have seen our mothers do the same thing. And we like, oh, that's such a strong black woman or that's such a strong woman or a strong individual, not even realizing the effect that an impact that is having on us. That's we sit true. around and we make it like, oh, that's something so positive. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's able to support her children, feed them, go to work, uh, run here, run there. And all the while, we're literally dying inside. Like literally, not even like, not even metaphorically, like literally dying, like heart disease type yeah. of dying because we're trying to do all the things. So I was on Facebook the other day and I saw a post, which is really what inspired this whole episode that said, <laughs> Even though the Bible tells us that we can do all things through Christ, it doesn't mean that we have to do all the things. So I was like, come on. Come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we don't have to do all the things. And I think sometimes we just, you know, we get in this mode where we feel like if we don't do it, it's not going to get done. Sis. Right. It just ain't going to get done. Or nobody else is going to do it. We come home, we leave work, we do all these different things. We come home, we cook, we clean, we get the children together and all this stuff. And then we don't even, when I found out, and I'm just real transparent about myself, even going through the super superwoman syndrome myself, mm -hmm. you know, literally we don't even know how we beg god for help right oh lord take this cup from us oh, god this is there. so hard we're going all the <laughs> we're way going there. there okay <laughs> take this cup oh i wish i had some help then when help arrives we don't even know how to accept it because 
I've been the superwoman. I got to get this done. We don't even know how to move our behinds out of the way and let the help that we prayed for come in. Oh, you're going there tonight. I'm going all the way there. Okay. Because we're going to okay. kill it. Well, let's go there. <laughs> let's go there, Nick, because it's so true. Like, we ask for help. We say, you know, I don't want to do all this on my own. But then when people try to help you, you don't accept the help. How does that, how does that work? Right. It doesn't work. And actually, we literally um, work against ourselves and we self-sabotage our prayers. We self-sabotage our rescue moment. We self-sabotage um, the help that we that has really come to not um, take from us, but to pour into us. Ooh. But we're so used to being the poorer and not even recognizing when we're empty. Oh, we don't recognize when we're empty because we're so used to giving out. We ride Peter to pay Paul. We borrow. I remember <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, Lord. I, look, I remember one time with my helpful self, my superwoman syndrome. I remember a friend calling me, asking me for some money. And I have two kids. Mm -hmm. I did not have the money, but I wanted to help them. I borrowed $500 from somebody for somebody else because I wanted to help. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. Okay. I wanted to make this happen. And oh. when the person did not give it back to me, <laughs> I was the one left paying the bag. Yes. And so I'm just being real serious. Like that hurt me. That hurt my household. That hurt my family. But we're so super that we forget about allowing ourselves to just be a woman. Oh, say that again. That's good. Yeah, we're so super that we forget about allowing ourselves to just be a woman. We lose our, we lose our femininity. We lose our gentleness. We lose our softness. The things that God has created in us, we lose it because we're so caught up in, I have to get this done. I have to do it and it has to get done now. Sis, Sit wait down. on it. Okay. Sit down. <laughs> Like, and I think sometimes we don't even realize that we have the superwoman cape on. We just be walking around with a superwoman cape on and we don't even realize it because it, and it's been handed down through generations, okay. admittedly, but at some point, somebody got to break the curse. Somebody got to be like, look, sis, don't kill yourself for that. It's not even that deep. Yeah. Like somebody has to tell us that it's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to go to all the events. I remember Marcella was going to everybody's event girl, listen. for months on end. And I was like, girl, if you don't sit down. Right, super server. <laughs> sit super, down. Super server. Super server. <laughs> sit down. It's okay for you to say no. It's okay for you to be like, you know what? I'm not I'm not going to that today. I'm finna sit in my bed in my pajamas and eat this ice cream today. Yes. I'm finna take care of me and mine on today. So sometimes I think that <laughs> we just get so caught up in doing stuff for other people that we don't realize it's okay to say no. It's okay to say it no. Is. No is not a curse it word or not. a bad word. It is a gift from God that works not <laughs> Listen, it is a gift from God that works. And that's so funny that Jerry mentioned that. You so messy. I'm just saying. You was, you was at all the events. All and the I was events. like, girl, when are we going to brunch? Like, what is hey, happening? Helping everybody. And it's so funny that we do all of these things for the sake of, you know, supporting, for the sake of showing our love and our commitment. And then we miss out on really doing and accomplishing our assignment and our purpose in earth that God has given us because we're so cumbered about doing and, um, you know, making these things happen. I remember Jerry was talking about me and she was head on right in my face. Like, what are you doing? You need to sit down somewhere. Like, you need to take a break. Say no, because you have some things that God has given you to do and you haven't been able to do them because you're being a super supporter. And I looked at her and I just laughed. <laughs> 
talking about? Just say it. And not realizing, you know, just transparently and honestly, not realizing that a lot of times we're busy because we're running from ourselves. Ooh, talk about it. We're then. really running from ourselves and we don't want to have that quiet time to sit down and listen to our own thoughts, to sit down and allow God to speak to us about our ugly selves and how we Ooh. are not perfect. Um, you know, you know, we're going to go there. We, we're going there tonight. You okay, we're we going just, all the way going in all tonight. The way okay, I got you. <laughs> I got we don't, you. Um, we're just afraid that fear comes in um, subtly and we don't even recognize, like, we've been raped. Oh. We've been raped and we're the ones, we're the victimizer. We're the rapists of our own purpose. We're the rapists of our own time, of our own energy. Just we taking advantage of ourselves. But yet we will sit and point the finger that the, this family member isn't doing enough. Because, so I have to do this. The children aren't washing the dishes. So I have to do this. The husband's not doing this. Oh, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't have a mate. It's all these excuses except for I and me. What have you done with you, woman? Like we don't look in a mirror at all. At all. Ooh, that's deep, child. I and wasn't ready, girl. I, I had to give this. This was my own pep talk to me, me myself, and I. And it hit hard. I had to really be like, girl, Jerry was right. Get yourself together. <laughs> and I haven't perfected this thing yet, but I'm a lot better than what I used to be. You are. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Because, child, I can actually get you on the phone now. Before, it was just like, oh, okay. It is what it is. Okay. But seriously, though, we have to, like, literally kill this superwoman syndrome before it kills us. Um, and it it just reminds me that we only get one life. I don't know why we think that we are cats and we got nine lives and we can just, you know, go about a business, but that's not, that's not how this works. We only have one life. And so we have to live it to the fullest and we have to get out of the mindset that living life to the fullest means that we are doing for everybody else and not ourselves. Or that we're just simply busy. Yeah. And then a lot of times I think, with the superwoman syndrome, we wanted so much of what the Joneses have mm -hmm. and we got to have it. We got to get it. And um, for us moms out here, like we're out here trying to help our children keep up with the brands, keep up, you know, with the makeup, keep up with the styles and all that stuff. And a lot of times our children are empty emotionally and mentally mm -hmm. because we're out here being superwoman, trying to give and get all these things that we don't even have time to pour into them. But we're pouring into everybody else. So you going there tonight? I'm going there. That's that's what you're doing. Yeah, we're we're gonna save lives. We're, we're gonna save yeah. lives tonight. But yeah, it's true though because you know it's amazing how we can pour into everything and everybody else. We can pour into you know the kids over here. We can pour into this one ministry over here. Mm -hmm. We can pour into this over here. But then when it comes to our own stuff, we look like God. I don't know what to do. Says, what you mean you don't know what to do? You done had the business plan for 10 years. Yeah. You haven't done anything with it. Let's talk about it. But you're speaking life to everybody's but, Man, listen. <laughs> you done promised out over everybody else's business, but yours hasn't gotten off the ground. Like You don't have no words for yours. Because you've emptied out everywhere else except for into your own cup. And it's really okay for us to pour into ourselves. We can be nothing for others if we're not anything for ourselves. And, That's you it. know, the word tells us that God has given us everything that we need. 
um, pertaining to life to live this life of godliness and that godliness is not only about ministry. Oh, come on now. But let's talk about let's it. Let's talk though. about it. Because when, when we hear the word godliness, we automatically think church. Yeah, we think church, we think serving, ministry. No, like God, God created you. Yeah, godliness is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And in that, he's giving us and equipped us for the thing that he's graced us for, mm -hmm. that he's anointed us for. When I think about it, I go back and I look at the word and, you know, the word tells us in Ephesians that he's given these gifts to men. He's mm -hmm. given to some apostles, prophets, preachers, teachers, and evangelists. He didn't say, I gave all of these gifts to the apostle. Or I gave all these gifts to the prophet. I gave all these gifts to the evangelist. Or I gave all these gifts to Marshila so she can go and spread all this goodness to everybody else. But no, not herself. But not herself. Yeah, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, have we lost our minds? Yes, we, we have. have. Yes. And so it's like, you know, we're sitting around and we're dealing with lupus. We're dealing with cancer. We're dealing with um, heart issues, diabetes. And we want to blame everything on everybody and everything else. And at the end of the day, have we sat with ourselves to see why we are where we are? Yes, sis, we're getting the bag. Yes, sis, we got the house. Yes, sis, we got the car. Yes, and for some of us, we got the man. And we're still And we empty. still miserable, though. Right. Empty, miserable, nasty attitude. Just think. Just funky. <laughs> and then we wonder why, you know, people look at us and they don't respect um you know who we are or where we are in the positions that we're in they don't honor us that way because they smell the stench Ooh. of pain coming out of us even with our cute little smiles our made-up faces people can smell that stench and a lot of times we're so caught up in everybody else's stuff we can't even smell our own mess because i'm a superwoman because you got the perfume on you got the perfume masking it up masking it up you know I'm going to just go over here and do this. I'm going to just go and do that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help this person. I'm going to help that person. I'm I'm going to join this ministry. I'm going to be on this auxiliary. Mm -hmm. Like, you done done all the things. I'm the PTA council member at the school, you know, and I just, I find it hurts my heart because I I was in that for so long. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until about three years ago when God was like, sit down. No is your new answer no to everything even no to some of the desires that i thought were godly desires plans and purposes that i thought and i knew for sure that god had given to me and he was like no and when i sat in that that first year i cried almost every day and i hadn't oh, had no. tears yeah i hadn't had tears for like almost seven years i could not cry a tear so you your tears was just backed up backed up oh okay backed up drew up and just not coming out. And I had prayed one day and I asked God, I said, God, what is wrong with me? I just want to cry. Some of us are out here being superwoman. We're so hard that we can't even feel. Mm. It's that intense. That's ooh, We've that's been deep. going and doing and we no longer have the senses that God has given us. And that's, that's why our hearts are hard. That's why we're bitter. That's why we're angry. That's why we're frustrated. Oh, I got a headache. I can't get rid of it. Oh, my stomach is having irritable bowel syndrome. No, your stomach is irritated because you're irritated. Sounds better. And we won't just sit down and be honest with ourselves and take an honest look in the mirror and say, I'm not okay. I'm not doing good. What is it that I'm running from? What is it that I'm hiding? 
what is it that I'm so trying to accomplish? Like time is like I have control of time. We don't. No. Everything we, and we never to, did. That's, never that's, the, that's the thing. We've never had control over any of those things, but we've lied to ourselves so much. And we 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 basically idolized ourselves. We became our own idols. Let's just since we're being real tonight, let's just be all the way real, right? Right. We 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 become we became our own idols, and so we we began to lie to ourselves, telling us that oh, I got time. Yeah. Since you don't you don't have time, um, because if the Lord cracked the sky tomorrow, what you gonna do? Well, what He's giving you? Yeah. What have What have you done with what He's placed in your hands? And, um, you know, that's funny you would say that because, you know, that's often the question that I deal with daily. I'm always, have you done what God gave you to do in your hand to do today? Mm. And we make that, it's so surreal, but we make it so complicated. And sometimes it's just speaking a positive word over yourself and your family for that day. Mm-hmm. Because we've, we've reached out for support so much that we've forgotten how to reach in. Listen, we we have we've been to all the seminars. Yeah, we've been to all the conferences. We done gotten all the prophecies, and God is like, "But I I got to work for you, right? For you, like right. not through anybody else, but for you." I think uh, it's and it has a lot to do with culture too. We yeah. have uh, we we've gotten in a culture where. We, we don't trust our own words. We don't trust that we know what God's uh, voice sounds like. So we look to everybody else. And I'm guilty of that, too. Right. Uh, and so we just look to everybody else. If I can get a prophecy from this person, I know it's real. Mm-hmm. If this person says it, then I know it's real. And God is like, but what about me, though? Yeah. Like, what 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 about what I say to you? Um, and I think that, that just that's just a thing where we got we to gotta trust the God in us. Oh, if definitely. we say if we say that we are women after God's own heart, if we say that we love God and we want to do his will, then we got to know his voice. Uh, because what the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. Right. Are you his sheep, sis? Let's talk okay. about that. Are you his part. sheep? Hit the other part. And a stranger's voice. We do not follow. We do not follow. And a lot of times we're the stranger. Oh, dang. See, <laughs> we're going to keep it all the way live and real. A lot of times we're the stranger's voice mm. that we're not supposed to follow, but we do because we want it to happen now, this microwave generation. Yes. We want it how we want it, when we want it, where we want it, and N-O-W, we want it now. And so it's funny, Jerry, that you would talk about culture, and we've created these cultures that are really not a reality. We believe the lie. We've come into an agreement with lies. And we made those lies our truth. Mm-hmm. And so we're living in a culture of um, of the imposter syndrome. And then we look at, you know, codependency. A lot mm-hmm. of times, and this is so real, a lot of times we have to sit and ask ourselves, like, what is the reward that I'm getting from doing all these things? Because you're getting something, sis. Something about what you're doing, running around, doing all these things, being the go-to person for everybody, answering every call, being Miss Superwoman, Mission Impossible, all that stuff, you're getting something out of it. And it's probably not what you want to get. Right. But there's a feel-good thing going on inside of you Mm -hmm. that you have not detected, that you have not found inside of you. And we have to look for that. We have to ask ourselves, if I'm going to do this, 
then what am I getting out of it? It could be something as simple as a thank you, those accolades, because somewhere inside of us, we feel um, not valued. Mm -hmm. Our our self-esteem is low. We feel unappreciated. Another part of us, you know, it could be that the reward is um, the accolades. Mm -hmm. I can be seen. I can be known. I can be around we people. Feel wanted. Yeah, we yeah. feel wanted. That makes us feel valued. And so even in all of this, doing what we need to do for our families is a must. I get that. But also at the end of the day, what is your heart motive and your heart intent behind it and in it all? And what are we getting out of it? That's good. Besides obligation, besides responsibility. Besides a headache. Yeah, it's more than that. And we have to be like really honest with ourselves. And a lot of us, we don't want to sit down and face that. This is something um, that I'm practicing, not I've practiced as in past tense. I'm practicing this every day. This comes up. Should I be involved in it? And now I'm learning and I say, okay, God, Holy Spirit, what are we doing today, baby? Because mm -hmm. I need some direction. If not, Marshila's going to jack this all the way up. <laughs> all the way up. Like, for real. And it's just going to be messed up forever. And I'm going to be back here at square one <laughs> saying, okay, Holy Spirit, what did I do? Mm-hmm. How could I have avoided this? And I could have avoided that with a simple no. I'm not available. This is not the opportune time. Instead of trying to move stuff around. Yeah, shift Trying it. to shift your schedule. Yeah. And so we, we got to get to a point where we're comfortable with the word no. Yes. We, we, we got to get comfortable. We got to get intimate with the word no. Because no will save your life. Mm -hmm. No will, will make you in a better mood. Yeah, it'll save your relationships. It, yes, it will. You like, you know, and I always pick on us. You know, we talking about us faithful Christian women. I always pick on us because we'll serve the ministry, the pastor, the first lady, and everybody in the church with a happy attitude and come home and treat our family members like trash. Girl. Like they getting on our nerves, but we've been out Wednesday and Sunday, Tuesday Bible study, serving with the biggest smile on our face. Then complain about I've been working all day. Well, sis, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That don't mean you got to have an attitude with your family just because you've been working for the church all day. Okay, I need you to come on happy. Like, and there's nothing, I, I, I want to pause. There is nothing wrong with working for the church. Actually, Marshila works at her church. I do, full time. Uh, full time. There's nothing wrong with working for the church. Just make sure the motive for your work is the right motive. Because when you do something with the wrong motive, that's where the frustration comes from. You ain't got the right motive. You're not doing this because you, right. you're not doing this because God told you to do it. You're not doing it because you even want to do it. You feel obligated to do it. And you feel like you're going to be a bad Christian because you do it. Like if that's your story, then just stop. Yeah. Don't even start. Start at stop. Just, just stop. And then too, like, you know, you, you do what, like I keep saying, you know, and reiterate it, do what you've been graced to do. What God has placed in your hands to do, do that. Where you can assist if available, then do that. But you don't give out until you're empty. You can go back and look at the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. Ooh. Are we going to be stocked with oil or are we going to give out and have to run and be refilled at the last minute and miss our moment in time? Listen to me. Miss our moment in time because we've celebrated, pushed, served, and passed our portion on to other people. And when it's our time, we miss the moment because we got to go and get refilled. Mm. That's insane. We miss our promise because we have to go to the filling station at an unopportune time or inopportune for those English majors out there. Mm. <laughs> 
inopportune time. So what are we going to do? How do we counteract, combat, and change that superwoman syndrome? Can we just kill it all together, please? You know, for some people, it's a process. I know it know. is a process, and I do understand that. <laughs> so how do we counteract and combat the superwoman syndrome? Number one. Check your motives. Oh, yes, definitely. I'm agreeing. Check your motives. Why are you doing it? Why Why did you say yes to this engagement? Yeah. Are you really happy for the couple? Do you just want to be seen? You got a new boo and you want them to see your new boo? Who like, is he your, like what's, what's going on? <laughs> why? Why are you saying yes? Who's on the flyer? Yes. Who's in the room? Yes. Who are you trying to get to? Yes. And it's not just networking. Even in networking, we have a motive. Let's not play. Let's just be real. So I think number one definitely is check your motives. Number two, did God tell you to do this? Listen, did he? Did God, God? Did God say this? Like, did you even ask? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you even ask God if this was part of his will for you? Did you even, like, <coughs> consult Holy Spirit? No. And say, Holy Spirit, hey, my boy, um... What up, we supposed to be doing this? Like, what we doing? Because sometimes we be so jacked up. And Holy Spirit was like, you was never supposed to do right. that. Like, that was never in the plan. Yeah. And I think sometimes we think that because it's for church, it's okay. Or it's for ministry. Or ministry. Or it's about serving or helping somebody. And it's not church. It's just about being available to rescue or save somebody else. And then that brings me to my next point. Why do you need to save everybody? Because you want to be saved. Well, yeah, there's that. That's the answer. You That's, know, true. There's that. we want to be saved and we want to be rescued. And throughout life, somewhere somebody didn't rescue us and we don't want to have the opportunity slip us by because we know how that feels. But like you said, number two, we can, uh, did God tell you to do that? It's like, um, you know, we can avoid a lot of pitfalls if we just take a moment to pause. Mm -hmm. and question our motives question our intent and question the validity of why we're going um somebody invited me i always laugh because i think about you in the back of my head oh, Jared. Lord, i always I laugh somebody invited me out to a speaking engagement and it just wasn't right in my spirit but i was gonna go anyway and i thought about you you was like girl you just be don't be wasting your time <laughs> and i thought about you and i listened i said holy spirit this doesn't feel right mm-hmm you know, and these are people I know and Holy Spirit was like, don't go. And when I saw the flyer and when I saw everything that happened at the event, I was so glad. Oh, wow. It was, God forgive me, but it was a mess. It mm -hmm. was a debacle. It was just horrible. And I was so glad that my name and my face was not on that flyer and I was not in the building <laughs> or no association. But I say that because not to dog them out, but to just be real honest about it, that was a pitfall. That could have stained my name, my reputation. And that ain't something I wanted to do. So if I'm going to get jacked up, it's going to be, be because I chose, right. not because not I'm supporting somebody else. Right. So we can avoid those pitfalls by just taking a moment to pause. And sometimes you don't even have to ask Holy Spirit. We got common sense. You, We have common sense. If it don't feel right, look right, smell right, listen. It is what it is. We don't have to second guess or question. The word tells us that God will let nothing come upon us unaware. And a lot of times we don't want to see. We don't want to hear. We don't want to know. We say out of our mouths that we do. 
but we really don't. And then we hit it with the, but God, that's my friend. Oh, honey. <laughs> God, they supported me the last time when I had something. Child, please. No, ma'am. And here's the thing. If your friendship is only predicated on somebody showing up at your event, that's not a real friend. Oh, speak, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Holy Ghost. If it's predicated upon how many times we call each other. That's, that's not, because that's not what friendship is. At all. Not if you're over the age of 25, it ain't. Because okay. after 25, you got kids, you got. I had them before. <laughs> Look, I had them before yeah. 25, bro. No, I'm just saying, but, you know, at the age of 25, right. that's when, you know, real that's life. when life get real. Yeah. And so if, if. If me being your friend means that I have to call you every day, then I I don't know what to tell you. Your relationship blown because I'm not happy. <laughs> if if it means that I I have to always show up at your event. Now the type of friend I am, if I if I'm available and I'm your friend and it's it's right, then I'm gonna go. Then I, yeah, it has to be right. Yeah, then right. I'm gonna go. She but if I can't go, then. It just is what it is. She will send a happy little prayer and bless yes. your event. Bless your event. Yes. I'm praying for you, and but I got something else to do. Right. Um, and that's just what it is. And so, um, yeah, so check your motives. Mm -hmm. Did God say it? Did God tell you to do this? Mm -hmm. And, and you know, another thing about that, too, I think for, um, you know, after you talk about did God tell you to do that, I think another thing is to add on to that and not even move to step three but adding in that why do i want to do this mm -hmm. you know where is my heart you have to ask yourself that in both of those um points because um why are you doing it you really need to know what is that reward mm -hmm. what am i going to get out of this notoriety mm -hmm. you know am i gonna are you going to get any skills from this that can help build and promote what it is that you're doing mm -hmm. Or are you just in the room because Cause the somebody else are in the room? Right. And and the thing is, knowing why you're doing something, that will, uh, number one, it, it'll take the stress off you because there's some, the stress comes from not knowing why you're doing stuff. Oh, the yeah. stress comes from, you know, not not really being, being able to put a finger on why do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. Why does this matter so much to me? And so in order to take off the superwoman cape, you got to know why. Like, what's your why? Yeah. What's, what's your why? It could be negative or positive. Yeah. And that goes from what's your why on being on the ministries you're on at church. That goes for what's your why of accepting all this stuff. Like, what? <laughs> why? 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 I love it. I love it. But like, you know, I think for, what are you saying about number three? What did I say number three was? I forgot. When I'm oh, I'm gonna come back to it because I forgot my brain. My she, brain was like, got her train of thought. My bad. It's okay um, that she taking off the cape, taking a moment to pause and breathe. Yeah, and recollect what, herself. What I'm not finna do is to be trying to figure stuff out on the fly. I'm just not gonna do it. <laughs> not today. Um, no. But yeah, you gotta learn what your why is because if you don't even know why, like think about it. Let's just think about it, like logically. If you don't know what your why is, that means you can accept anything that happens. Good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. I'm not accepting it. I'm rejecting it. No. <laughs>
but I mean, if you don't know why you're doing yeah. something, you'll accept anything. You'll accept anything and you'll come into agreement. And then you'll be mad later. Yeah, you'll come into agreement with a lot of things that you never even <clears throat> uh, would have agreed to mm-hmm. if you knew your why. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with knowing that, it's like it removes obligation. Mm-hmm. And it turns it back into your hands to for you to decide what part of this you're going to be responsible for and which part you don't want to be responsible for. I think irresponsibility comes in when we don't know our why. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I can remember like asking my, my oldest, I was like, hey, you know what? You out smoking and stuff. Why? Why are you smoking? What's up with the weed? You know, you chiefing like why? Because I want you to understand, like at the end of the day, if we're if we're choosing to do something, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. What's your gain? What's your benefit in doing this? And then we need to know the outcome. If I'm going to show up, what's going to be the outcome? And am I okay with the outcome? Exactly, because I'm from the life, you know. I'm a, a cute girl and all that stuff. I love God, glory, hallelujah. But I got a little street in in me too. You have a lot. Of I street. have a lot of street. You have a lot of. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Let's just be clear. You got a lot of street in you, okay? Okay, I got a good balance of both sides. Bless God. And so, like, in the streets, you know, I need to know what am I getting out of this. Mm -hmm. And if I get involved in this, what's the benefit? And what's going to be the outcome? You know, because they say in the street, snitches get stitches. So I need to know the outcome (laughs) before I I jump up in this thing. Before I say yes to this thing. And a lot of times I believe that we've become, as Christian women, we've become so, um, I don't want to say foolish. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say foolish. We've become, <laughs> <laughs> we've become so foolish. And I think we live in a world where we abuse our imagination. Oh, like work that out. Walk me through so, that. So, you know, we abuse our imagination because... We want to make everything roses and we want to make everything flowers. We want to make everything good. We want to make everything, oh, to the glory of God. How is what we're getting involved in glorifying God? How is us, we the people, being superwoman glorifying God? It's not because we made ourselves to God. Right. And so we live in a world where we imagine this, oh, I can do all things. I can have it all. I can have it all. I can do it all. Sis, you can have it all. It is a promise of God. But you cannot have it all by yourself doing everything for everybody and nothing for yourself. And you cannot have it all save the grace of the Lord and through and by the Holy Spirit and right relationships. If we're not connected to the right people, Mm -hmm. diversifying our portfolios. Just saying. And also um, just just disseminating things in our life onto other people. We have to learn how to become distributors and not just manufacturers. And we gotta learn how to delegate. Delegate all day long. Listen, I learned that from Jerry. Y'all better listen. She know how to give it out, y'all. Listen. She know how to pass the rod. Because what I'm not gonna do <laughs> is gonna be doing all this by myself, but then you wanna get some of the some of the accolades at the end. No. You you want the accolades, you do the work. Listen, if you guys need somebody to teach you how to delegate and get out of the superwoman syndrome, she is great at it and will be straight up in your face with it. I love it. But yeah. in that delegation, um, when we're coming out of that superwoman syndrome, 
we got to know who to delegate what to. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of times we'll give our heart to people that don't know how to take care of our heart because they're ill-equipped because they don't know how to take care of their heart. Then we end up disappointed. Relationship. And then we feel like I could have just done this by myself. No, sis. That's not the way to go. Now you hurt, you broken, you disgruntled, and you're bitter. Ooh. Well, dang. Because you gave, you delegated something to somebody that was not qualified to be in that position because your superwoman frustration had you thinking in your imaginative world that you made a reality that this person was okay to have this. And for all you business owners, this goes for you to delegate to the right people, to the right people, to qualify people. Even when we go back and we look at the word, Jesus chose Peter, James, and John for the qualities that they had. They were fishermen. He said, come and I'll teach you to be fishers of men. He didn't teach them something that they weren't already skilled at. They already had skills. He took what they had in the natural and put his supernatural on it and caused them to produce and multiply. So the apostle just going to show up on this episode, right? <laughs> so Apostle Marshila Hall has entered the room, apparently. Listen, I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm just saying, because you preaching. Because I'm just trying to help us because I think a lot of times we get so caught up in the spiritual that we leave out the natural forgetting that they work in tandem they're a team we were born supernatural before we were natural Mm -hmm. god formed us out of natural elements in the earth and then he blew or breathed the breath of life into us so we are both natural and supernatural and we have to learn how to operate in both realms and not just solely on one side so let's 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 talk about that because we don't know we don't know how to do that oh we sure don't we do not know how to do that (laughs) We do not. Like, what does that that. look like? What does that look like? It's using your, it's real simple. Using your common sense. Y'all, she said it's real simple. Like, we just know. We know. We just don't apply it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's using the common sense, really, that God has given us. um, And also allowing the Holy Spirit to assist us. You talked about that a few minutes ago. I can't make these decisions. I can decide. But where am I going to bring the Holy Spirit in to solidify? what it is that I'm thinking, what it is that I'm feeling, where it is that I'm going. I have to partner with the other part of me. Mm-hmm. The word tells us that the kingdom of God is not here or there, it's within us. Mm-hmm. So if my natural body has a spirit in it, then that spirit is the Holy Spirit. I have to work both of those together. They're a team. I can't breathe without the spirit of God in me. Well, yeah, that, that part. When my spirit leaves my body, my body can no longer function. So how can I live in a natural life without partnering with my spirit? Oh, it's simple. Okay. (laughs) I know you say so. It's simple. So it's like, you know, asking yourself those questions and then inviting the Holy Spirit in. God, what are we doing today? You know what, Holy Spirit, this is the decision that I came up with. This is the plan that I came up with. What are you saying? Okay, well, I didn't hear your voice audibly. Let me go get my word. Lead me to a scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay, you said that out of, out of the mouths of two or three witnesses, your word is established. Have you discussed this with? Because there's wisdom in a multitude of counsel. Mm-hmm. That's how we unmask and undress and take that superwoman cape off. We involve help for others. Mm. 
we have to involve help for others because a lot of times people on the outside can see what we're not seeing because we're so in or so inward focused. We're so in that we can't see out. And so we need those other eyes. We need those other ears um, to come in and really assist us. Um, you know, just like you did with me. I didn't see anything wrong with that. I'm thinking, you know, I'm doing this, girl, doing that. And you, you was like, never girl. available. Right. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> you was always gone. Right. If you wasn't out of town at some conference, you was in town at some at conference. Some conference. <laughs> Look, Heidi. I think you, I think you conference for a good six months straight. Oh, I did for a good seven. <laughs> it was like a good seven months straight. Girl, losing my mind. But in that time, it was like, I was searching for something and I hadn't pinpointed these things that we're talking about tonight. I wasn't just searching for skills and information and networking. I was really searching for myself mm -hmm. because I had so many things going on. I just needed a place of safety and rescue and that I was making those places for myself by being in these rooms, not even talking to people because you know how I am. <laughs> Fix it, <laughs> Jesus. in the back of the room. But I was really trying to rescue myself from a place that I didn't want to really deal with. And when I came to terms with that and was honest with myself, the cake began to fall off. Yeah. Because I started applying the principles and things that we're talking about tonight <clears throat> and involving those helpful others and having right relationship with people really will save your life. It saved my life. Like right now, I'm almost in tears just thinking about the place that I was. It literally saved my life. And sometimes when we go back to the word and you look at Jesus raising Lazarus, resurrecting Lazarus from the dead, you know, he spoke to Lazarus and he called Lazarus out. But when Lazarus came out, Lazarus came, Lazarus came out bound. Mm. He came out still in his grave clothes. Jesus called out to the people around him, around him. And he said, take his grave clothes off. Mm, he called for right. those that Lazarus Lazarus was previously in relationship with to take his grave clothes off. So that's why it's so important. We look at the word and we say, oh, I need a helpmate. I need a helpmate. Well, your sister is your helpmate, not a man. That does not mean men only. We were created for a relationship. Mm -hmm. We were created to serve and help one another. Be well, not take from each other, not kill each other, not leech off each other but to help each other be well. Mm -hmm. What does wellness look like? I mean. Some of us don't even know. Don't have don't. an answer. We don't. We don't. And I think, I just think that uh, part of it is how we were taught. And I say part of it because we, we're we in a culture right now where we blame everything on the church and everything how we were taught. <laughs> Sis, at some point you grew up. Right. <laughs> you had to learn for yourself. So you got to keep yourself accountable too. Let's just, let's just keep it real. Like, yeah, everything we taught was not in the Bible. Okay. We, ha we have established that over <laughs> and over again. However, what are you going to do about it? Right. Are you going to learn something new? Like you, you go do something different. What, what are we doing? We just go complain about how our parents and how they grew up. Like, what are we doing? Lazy. And so, <laughs> right. It's lazy. <laughs> I like, like what are we doing? And so we got to get to a point where we say, you know what? This superwoman cave is not benefiting me at all. Yeah. We have to get to a point where we say, okay, I am not superwoman. Because if you look at the Superman, Superwoman franchise, Superman and Superwoman didn't have an authority to submit to. We do. We do. 
And so that alone should should let you know that you need to take off your superwoman cape because it's built on the lie. Amazing grace, yes. It's it's built on a lie. The whole mentality of I need to do all these things by myself. Where does God fit in that? Even God himself didn't do everything by himself. He did not. He needed his son to come in agreement with him and he needed the spirit of his spirit, the Holy Spirit to come in agreement with him to even do something so amazing for us. Mm -hmm. And so that goes back to us talking about having the right relationships. Like... If you see your sister out here being superwoman, the same thing Jerry did for me, and I'm working on it. It's, it's a process, and that's why I laugh, because it's not something that you can just jump out of. You have to put it into practice daily. It's just like an addiction. You're addicted to the goal. You're addicted to the yes. You're addicted to being in the room. You're addicted to the accomplishment and the accolades. You're addicted to being seen, being known. It's an addiction. And it's pride. That's why I was just getting ready. You took the words out of my mouth. It's pride. It's pride. It Not is. that I'm proud of you, but mm -hmm. it, it's pride to think that you're that important. Love, Love you mean it. Love However, you. it's pride when, when you say, okay, I'm going to do all these things. Because then you make yourself God. Like, Well, that's what Lucifer did. He said, yeah. I can do all these things that God is doing. And yeah. I can do them better. Yeah. So you build your own throne to sit on. Yeah. Not realizing that. You place that, yourself on an altar. Yeah. And you don't realize that that altar is going to come down. It got. That, it has to. That seat that you're in, that you've enthroned yourself in, it's going to fall. You, and, you know, what are we building on? Mm -hmm. And it's okay even if you feel like you've already arrived and, you know, you understand that you're not having the superwoman cape on and these are things that you just have to do some of those things can be delegated even over to your children even over to your spouse our issue is that we want things done when we want them done because we're and, selfish right and so we paralyze our growth we stunt our expansion because we have to be the answer to, we have to be the know-it-all do-it-all to everybody and we're going to continue to stunt our growth and hinder our expansion if we do not learn to delegate everybody needs a role in your household i don't care if they're two years old they need a role they need a position to play they need some responsibility you want to take on extra things at work because you want a promotion guess what that's why Sally Susie got promoted over you because she wasn't trying to do the most. You look tired. You talk tired. You smell tired. No, not smell tired. You okay. breathe tired. And you're wondering why you're not getting recognized. Because the effort that you're putting into it is exhausting. And instead of becoming a beacon of light, a beacon of choice, we sit and we become we become an irritation and a threat to our environment instead of helping the environment like we were sent to do because we're so focused on all the things that really don't matter. And I asked this question tonight, what's the matter with you, superwoman? Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about what's wrong as in matter. I'm talking about matter, about weight. What's the matter with you? What's the matter in you? 
What weight are you holding that you need to let go? What weight do you need to pick up, which is the proper thing to help you grow and to help you expand? What's the matter with you? Is your matter solid? Or is it dense? Mm. And these are the questions I had to ask myself. And they're tough questions. They hurt. And Jerry's probably going to get me, but they hurt like hell. And that's the real <laughs> truth. <laughs> Just keeping it all the way. She knows how I am. Like they hurt. And sometimes, you know, we hear that cliche all the time. The truth hurts. It does. But after it hurts, the truth heals. Because love comes with the truth. And if we're honest, it has to hurt because without the hurt, we wouldn't change. We won't change at all. We'd be comfortable. It'd be okay. Oh, I don't feel no pain, so I'm okay. No, sis, you're not okay. You're not okay. <laughs> you stressed out. You're depressed. I still breathe, so I'm okay. You got anxiety. You are not okay. Suffocating. You are not okay. Like, having on this superwoman cape. You're not okay. And so it's time to take the cape off, y'all. It's it's time to do away with the cape one once and for all. It's time to say, you know what? This is not what God has for me. This is not benefiting me. So let me just take this off and let me just live my life. Because here's the thing. When you have on a superwoman cape, you don't really live. No. You're existing throughout life, but you're not really living. Like the abundant life that Jesus talks about, you don't know what that looks like. Not for real, if we just want to be honest. No. How can you know what the abundant life looks like when you're, you're, when you're so busy doing everything for everybody else? Like where, where, where is your abundance? Then you go back and you look at, you know, and I would encourage us to read, um, you know, Psalms 23. Mm-hmm. He leads us beside still waters. Still waters. Still waters. <clears throat> Just because the water isn't raging, still waters does not mean that the water isn't moving. There's an undercurrent that's drawing, that's pulling, that's shifting mm-hmm. some things in our favor. We have to learn how to be still. Take those moments. Hey, family, when I come in the door, I need an hour. I need 30 minutes to myself. Don't nobody ask me anything. Don't nobody say anything to me, but hi and good evening. And I love you. Give me 30 minutes. And it's okay to choose you. It's perfectly okay. It's not selfish. It's not um, demeaning to your family or the responsibilities that you have. Sit 30 minutes by yourself. You owe yourself that. That downtime to wind down, to reconnect with life, to reconnect with your own thoughts. It's perfectly okay. If you can only get 15 Start there. Start somewhere tonight. And just affirm yourself and tell today is the day that I take off my superwoman cape because I can't do nothing of myself. I can do all things through God who strengthens me and he has graced me with purpose for the things that he has called and assigned me to. And today I lift up my hands and I surrender my own will, my own thoughts, my own desires and my own mind over to him. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come in. Give me eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to obey what it is that you have for me in this moment in time so that time does not pass me by and I miss the opportunity that you've created to expand me, to expose me, and to equip me 
And Father, I thank you for even loving me in my errors that I know I'm bound to probably make many more. But you see me and you know me and you've created me for such a time as this. And now I declare in the name of Jesus that I am who God says I am and I am enough. And it's okay for me to say no. Like if you didn't know what to pray, there you go. Like when when we leave off here, you can go back to the to the replay and listen to it. But yeah, all of that. Um, because at the end of the day, if what we're not doing is is not pleasing to the Father, then what's the point? What's the point? I love it. Because there are so many people that are at church. There are so many people that are doing church things that don't know God. How? What? Child. Listen. There are so many people doing all the things, and yet God is like, I have no idea who they are. Mm-mm. And not only that, like, they, they're they doing so much, we're doing so much that we haven't even accepted the love that God gives us. Like, like we, we skipped over that. The love that God gives us. We're so busy that we don't even recognize the love that how much he wants to take care of us, how much he wants to provide for us, how much he wants to redeem us, restore and rescue us, how valuable we are to him besides the doing. I just want you to sit with me, daughter. I just want you to sit with me. Let me love on you. Let me hug you. Let me nurture you. Let me pour into you. Let me revive your dreams. Let me revive your passion for the things that I've given you. Let me show you that you don't have to be afraid. Let me show you that you don't have to work for my love. You're working for the love of people and you have a God that loves you with an everlasting love whose heart is unchanging about you, whose thoughts never change about you, whose word, who is one time spoken word is still evolving in your life. It is our decisions and our choices that caused us to get off the path. And he's still saying, I still love you. Just come sit with me for a minute. But we'll run to that man. I've been her. We'll run to that man. We'll run to that relationship. We'll run to those things. And all he wants to do is touch us. And we're like, God, I just need a touch. I need a human touch. Well, your sister came to touch you, to give you a word of love and life. And you rejected it. Because you didn't like where it came from. Or you didn't like how they said it. Or they shouldn't have been talking to me like that. I'm offended. Get your offended self together and receive the love of God and the correction of God. And keep it moving. And if you are the one that are that is causing the offense, get your haughty, prideful self down and sit down somewhere and repent. And say, hey, you know what? I delivered that word that God gave to you and it wasn't in love. I apologize. And I'm sorry. That's how we build relationship. That's how we take off the superwoman cape. I need you and you need me. We all need somebody. It just has to be the right somebody. What Kurt Franklin say? I need you, you need me. We all part of God's family. family. That's (laughs) it. That's it right there. Everybody. That's it. And so we got to learn how to take this cape off. Because the cape is not benefiting us. It's not benefiting our community. It's not benefiting anything. Even though we're doing all the things, it's not beneficial. 
Right. You drop the mic, drop the cape. Drop it. Drop it. And it's easy as that. It's okay. Yeah. Like we we I think we really gotta understand that it's okay. It is. Cause we I don't think we've ever been told that it's okay until now, right. recently. But I'm here to tell y'all, it's okay. It's okay. You can drop the superwoman cape. You and do you not you don't have to be superwoman. You can burn it. You can you can cut the stress. Do whatever you got to do, child. And you can take off your big girl panties, too, and burn them up. Yeah, because that's another thing. <laughs> Put your big girl panties on. Listen, having these big girl panties on is not doing anything but making us. <laughs> like my granny say, drop your drawers and throw them away. Not drop the drawers. Drop the drawers oh, my God. Because those are no longer useful. They got holes in them and all kind of stuff. Throw them away right because, along with your cake. Right. Think about it, though. Think about it. Because when when we hear put your big girl panties on, what does that mean? Suck it up. Suck it up. Put your cape on, Superwoman, and keep moving. Because I did it before. No. 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 And so we got to get out of this suck it up, uh, do everything mentality. Doing everything is why we in the hospital. Doing, Trying to do everything, trying to be this perfect person is why the suicide rate is what it is right now. Well, we're dead. We have yes. dead relationships, dead homes. We have dead mentalities. We can't dream. We can't imagine. Just, just dead. And we look at death like, oh, you know, the physical death. But what about all the things that are dying because you've enabled your cape to cover your light, to cover the goodness in you, to cover the gifts in you, or even to just hide your pain so nobody can see and help you. Ooh. Take your cape off. Render your cape useless. Render your cape of no value. Render your cape of no power. And let us see you. Let us get to know you. Outside of your responsibilities, outside of your giftings, who are you? Like, do we even know the answer to that question? Listen, Linda. <laughs> do we even know that like who are you if you weren't doing all the things if you weren't um doing all the things at church if you weren't you know trying to do everything at home if you who are you outside of that i hope you guys are writing some of these questions down because we really want you to go back and sit with yourself and um you know just take some inventory take some inventory evaluate you evaluate where you are where you've been and uh, you know just where you're trying to go not with the busyness of planning not with the busyness of making goals and things of that nature but sit down and be honest with you and for those out there that are like oh i did this before i just did this in the new year do it again do it clearly. again because clearly we're missing some things and we don't get it right all the time um i think sometimes we purposely need error because error helps us reevaluate and sit with God and sit with ourselves. And it gives us an awakening to let us know that we have not arrived and there are things that we still need to work on. And we've mastered certain areas, but we haven't mastered everything. Mm -mm. And not it's okay. Yeah, and it's okay. It's okay. We are not perfect. We're perfected in Him. Ooh, say that again. We are not perfect. We're perfected in him. Yes. So 
If you want to show the world something, you want to show your family something, show us you. Not the perfect version of you that you created. Yeah. Not the version that not the not the boss woman that does all the things because that's that's a new thing too oh she a boss because she does it all since i'm not doing it all i got a whole team behind me i'm not doing it all right and for those out there that are putting that um persona out there um you know it's okay to let the world know that you have a team that you have relationships um that you built in our building maybe you can hold a session and teach people how to build those relationships how to trust again mm -hmm. how to trust again how to trust people how to trust your own judgment how to trust your own decisions if we're going to help a sister out and we're going to help get these capes off then what is it that you can give that's significant for transformation not just for change what is significant for transformation. So what's the difference between change and transformation? Have at it. No, you tell me. Oh, well, for me, the difference of change and transformation, change is always reversible. Oh, okay. Oh. Water can change from a liquid to a solid. And back to a liquid. And back to oh, a liquid. Okay, yeah. When, transfer right. when transformation happens, there's a 360 degree formation that happens it's not a 180 you become entirely new and that's why the word of god tells us to transform our minds. to transform our minds we get a new mind our old thoughts and our old patterns no longer hinder us um, or rule over us or have us bound because our mind is new so we're not thinking those same things mm. It's not a change your mind. Oh, I can change my mind today and tomorrow my mind can say something else. But when my mind is transformed, I'm set on what it is that I'm set on. And nothing can take me away from that because I know. You smart. And I'm not willing. <laughs> you so smart. <laughs> you are so silly. What I'm just saying. This is my friend. I'm just saying. I never thought about it like that. You so smart, girl. You so smart, girl. That's you. I got that from you. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, though, like we gotta, we gotta do something, y'all. We we gotta get this thing together. <laughs> we gotta get to a point where we're like, okay, I'm tired of this foolishness, because that's what it is. Let's just be honest. It's foolish. We tired. We, we tired. Okay. <laughs> Having that superwoman cape on is foolish. So just take it off. Yeah. That's the whole point. All right, y'all. It is a little after 9 o'clock. So we are going to open up for anybody that wants to come on, come to the stage and talk to us. Let us know how you are dismantling and taking off your superwoman cape. We want to know. We want to hear from you. So raise your hand so we can bring you to the stage. Uh, and let us know, uh, have you taken off your superwoman cape? Like, is, is it still kind of on, kind of off? Like, what, what y'all, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, huh? No, we're not gonna get off your neck. Keep your clothes on. Keep your clothes on. Keep your clothes and just take off the cape, yeah. okay? Yeah. Just the cape. Uh, just the cape. <laughs> Nothing else. We don't want to see all that. All right. Uh, but no, seriously. How how are you taking off your superwoman cape? How are you changing the way that you even think about? the things that you say yes to how are you changing the way that you think about 
even just stuff, just household stuff. How are you delegating? Like, what you doing? Hello, Tiffany. Hello, my love. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Apostle Marshila. Hey, Tiffany. How are y'all doing tonight? We are night? good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. So, how I am dismantling myself from being a superwoman because that was she, she was I, um, by accepting the fact that other people have potential to get things done. Oh, that's good. That's real good. Because the reason why I felt like I had to be superwoman is because I didn't trust the fact that people had the potential to get things done that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Even when it came to building, um, I didn't trust the fact that, okay, other people can do things for me or teach me or assist me even in building. Like, that's one thing that I'm learning within marriage. Like, my husband was like, you think you're the only one that can go to the store and get stuff. So, like, normally, like, if I needed to go to the store, I'll be rushing to get off work, go go to the store, go get the stuff we need, come home, cook, do this, do that. And he's like, if I'm sitting here and I'm off, why not just write me a list and let me know what you need? And I'll go to the store. And I had to say, y'all, that was like a little hard little task to, you know, just to give him. Because I was like, he gonna go to the store. He gonna be calling me 50 million times, asking me, is this the right thing? And I can just go get it myself and be done with it. (laughs) But I had to trust the fact that Okay, Tiffany, your husband is intelligent. He's not dumb. Just write, you know, maybe write more detailed information pertaining to the item. So instead of me just saying, oh, I need some palm olive dish liquid, put I need the palm olive OxyClean dish liquid. So that way he'll kind of know what I need or show him what it looks like in the house. Because normally the cleaning products and things that I use are the same. So just show him what it looks like. He got a visual. He got it written down. He can go get it. And to my surprise, he did that thing. So now I have learned that people have the potential to do things that need to be done other than myself. And so that's how I have kind of taken off the cape. Now, just it's saying sometimes it's, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, it ain't all the way off. The Velcro is still a little attached a little bit to the left. But I'm <laughs> It's coming off. It is coming off, you know. So I don't want to make it seem like, you know, I have I have conquered this thing. No. Honey, sometimes I'll flip it. Hold on, you know. But I am learning that, you know, other people have the potential to do things that need to be done. I yield my mic. That's good, Tiffany. You have something, Marcella? Yeah, that's really good. What I love about that, Tiffany, thank you so much for sharing. Um those tidbits that was really good um what i do love about what you said is the fact that you recognize in yourself that maybe i need to give a little bit more detail that is a big thing when we're learning how to delegate and trust people um not with just things but even with ourselves a lot of times we don't want to take the time to pause and give a little bit more detail to the people that are trying to help us Mm-hmm. Because we feel like we don't want to answer all this extra stuff, like you said, that is I so real. Explain myself. I don't explain myself. I don't have time. I could just do this, 
And that's very important that we take time to give the extra details. And I'm still learning that even with my kids, um, I have one, my Taurus baby, you have to be very detailed with her. I would say, hey, uh, wash the dishes uh, today. And she'll be like, I'll come back home and they're not washed. She said, well, I was going to wash them when I did this, this, and that. You just said wash them today. You didn't say when. <laughs> That's Jerry's baby. That's why she's laughing, y'all. That's my boo. That's her baby. But, and I'm like, girl, like, use your common sense. Wash the dishes. I'm coming right back. I want them done, you in know, before defense, I get back. In her defense, <laughs> you just said today, you didn't give a time frame of one to three hours. You right. didn't say, by the time I get back home. Exactly. You just said today. She's today. like, the day is still going, so right. I still got time. Exactly. I mean, I feel her on that. Exactly. She is so Jerry's baby, y'all. That's my boo. But um, I just love that because I'm learning you know, even through a child to be more detailed um, in my communication. I just want it done when I want it done and do what I said, because just do it. Because <laughs> you're going to ask me for something and I'm going to do it. I don't ask you 50,000 questions when you say you're hungry. I ask you what you want and I go and get it and I bring it back. So, you know, just learning that that's a very, very important key to take time to give more details. Um, to those that are sent by God and around you in your circle to assist and help you. I love it. I love it. Uh, and that, that, that's really good though. Like giving more detail. Cause if you got a brain like mine, you go over, they might overthink it. It, it just, it just happens. And so if you give me enough details, I might not overthink it. I might just do it. You yeah. just never know. Um, and so that's really good. And I think that um, it's important that your husband feels valued in that mm -hmm. space. He feels valued that you trusted him to go to the um, to go to the store and, and to get the things that you need. Because sometimes, you know, when we try to do it ourselves, the people around us feel like they lose value in our mm -hmm. eyes. Oh, yeah. They they feel like okay she she doesn't trust me to do this so I'm just not gonna do anything and why am I here and then then it makes us mad because we're like you don't ever do anything well since you're doing everything <laughs> what is he supposed to do if you're doing everything and you get mad when he tries and you just go behind him and redo it like sit girl that's disrespectful <laughs> it is very disrespectful <laughs> but here we are that's us but here we are right. And so we just we just got number one, we have to understand that everybody is not like us. I think that's really think important. Uh, everybody thinks differently. Everybody brains work differently. And so just because yeah. we would do things one way yeah. doesn't mean that the people around us are going to do the, it the exact same way. Me and my husband clean the kitchen two totally different ways. <laughs> Whoo, I got praying. <laughs> my Lord. Um, and so I know when, when he, he, when he tells me to wash the dishes, I wash the dishes, I clean the stove, I clean the countertop and I, and I'm probably going to sweep the floor and clean the, clean the table with him. When he said he washed the dishes, that's all he's doing. <laughs> Well, and so I have to be specific and say, babe, can you clean the kitchen? 
Right. It's two different things, right? And so that just goes to show that you really do have to be specific yeah. in what you're, you know, you're asking people to do uh, because they might not think about it the way you think about it. And it doesn't make them any less. It doesn't right. mean that they lose value. It doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing. They just think about it differently and it's okay. okay. I think that's the biggest lesson for tonight is that it's okay. And people hear different. Yes, they do. People listen differently. <laughs> they do. They listen differently as well. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. Yes. Did you have anything else to add, Tiff? Um, I would say, like, give, because as y'all was talking, I was just thinking about my household apply, uh, supplies again. And they made the way that you instructed, like say you may have given them the details and you know, they make her veered off or didn't get the right thing or just made a mistake. Like, give that person grace. Like, don't use that as an excuse to say, oh, no, I got to put the cape back on. You just, you can't do it. You're like, I sent my husband to get all. All is the laundry detergent that I use. But he brought back Tide. He brought back Tide with Oxy. He remembered the Oxy, but he forgot that it, it was all Oxy. And so when he brought it back, I was just like, Okay, yeah. thank you. You know what I'm saying? I didn't say, well, that, that's not the right one. I said, oh, like, I can't use that. I went ahead and he, he even asked me, Bay, is this the right one? And I was like, yep, that, I can use that. I didn't say, you know, that yes, that's the right. I said, I can use that. But without letting, and he was like, oh, okay, good. Because, you know, he was proud of himself that he went to the store and he got all the stuff that we needed. And that made him feel needed. Because it's like, okay, my wife is trusting me with the fact of going to the store and getting the stuff that she needs. And I know she's particular about these things. But it was a win for me as well because I like the little Todd, uh, the Todd Oxy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, sometimes the mistakes may be a good little thing for you, you know what I'm saying? But just make sure you extend grace to people and don't be you know, use that as a, you know, because we quick, to, when we want to get back control, use any little thing to make an excuse to say, oh, no, oh, I got to take that back. Oh, no, oh, no, you ain't can, don't worry about that. Just so we can justify why we're still in control. Mm -hmm. So I would just add to just give grace, like extend grace. That's good. That's real good. That's real good. Um, because <laughs> a lot of times when we have that cape on, grace ain't nowhere to be found. Like she just be missing because we got a superwoman cape on. We don't we don't like giving grace when we have that cape on. But that's that's really good because if think about it like this, God gives us grace. A lot. A, a whole lot of grace. A whole lot. And so how dare we think so highly of ourselves that we don't give other people grace when they need it? Like what, 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 what is really happening? No, that's not, that's not what we're doing. And so that, that's really good. Tiff. I'm proud of you Yay. for delegating the household tasks a little bit. Um, it gets easier the more you do it. That's what I can say. Um, yeah, it gets easier. It won't be the easiest thing to do in the world, but mm -hmm. it, it gets easier. We practice every yes. day. Yeah. It, it, it'll take some practice, but 
yeah, I am proud of you for taking that first step of taking off that cape because the cape has to go. Um, that's the moral of this whole episode is that the cape has to go. It has to die because if we keep this cape, we're, we're not doing anything but crippling ourselves. We're not doing anything but because it's, it's so interesting how we'll do everything. And then we basically crippled the people in our house, but then we get mad because they become crippled. Like, sis, you did that though. We injured them. Yeah, you 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 did that. So so what are we mad about? Um, who are you really mad at? Let's let's just talk about it, right? And so that's really good. Um, if anybody else wants to come up on the stage, raise your hand and we will bring you up. Hey Hope, hey Melissa. Um, if either one of you want to come to the stage, we will bring you up. But this has been a good conversation. This has been really interesting. It has been. It has been. Um, I'm so excited to be in the room. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we were able to talk about the Superwoman cape because you, you at one point I was like, girl. Girl, I was wearing that thing like you it was would, listen, market, listen. marketing. Listen, you was wearing it out, and now she's like, I'm going to need you to sit down. But there's, there's so much freedom. Like, you released me out of a prison that I didn't even know that I was in. So, well, praise know, the Lord. Girl, you my boo. <laughs> praise the Lord. Because, uh, y'all, literally every day, she was, she was at somebody's event every oh, single day. Serving. Monday through Sunday. Serving Martha, serve Monday through Sunday. <laughs> and so, and like we said earlier, there is nothing wrong with serving. There is nothing wrong with, you know, being on different auxiliaries at your church. Well, Just you know work. why you're doing it. Yeah. And don't overextend yourself. That part. And be okay. Like, if you do overextend yourself, you can always go back and do what? Say no. Say no. Say, I'm sorry to inform you that I cannot make it. And you can be honest. Hey, I overextended myself. I committed to this. But, you know, at the moment, I have to let go of my commitment. I don't know how it's going to inconvenience you. But I do apologize. Um, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. But I'm unavailable. And don't do it at the last minute because that's real ghetto. Yeah, don't do not do that. Just don't do it at the last minute. Do it, do 72 it in a, hours is great. Two, two weeks to 72 hours is good timing, especially if you know ahead of time. Because sometimes we get worn out right before something. And then you ask God. Remember, he's always going to energize you for what it is that he's called and purposed you to do. Mm -hmm. So don't forget to ask Holy Spirit and let him assist you. Definitely. Um, and we that's something we got to learn how to do. Consult the Holy Spirit. That's, that's why God left his spirit in the earth. And so that we can have a comforter and a guide. Mm -hmm. So let him guide you. Um, and if you screw up, go back. A lot of times we don't, we're afraid to go back. We get the detail, we get the information and instructions from God and we never go back and ask the details. We just start working. Okay. God Ooh. said this and we just start working and God is like, uh, baby, you didn't stop and get the details. You, you, you didn't ask me how, how I wanted this done. Yeah. Get the details. It's okay to pause and go back. Ask again. Get the details the same way that our children do with us. The same way that you should be doing at work if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, 
you know, go back. But and then ask again, sometimes that work. We be trying to wing it though. Let's yeah. just be real. Let's not. <laughs> but we do though. <laughs> we just be winging it and don't know what we're doing. And no. I ask because I don't want to do stuff over. I'm not that person. <laughs> But no, a lot of times, like when people aren't at work, they just be winging it because they don't want to ask somebody. They don't want to seem like they don't know they what they're doing. But since you don't know what you're you know. doing, I'm asking because I'm not doing it over again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. not seriously. And so yeah, y'all, it's it's time to kill the superwoman cape. It's time to get over the superwoman syndrome because it's it's not helping um, us at all. It is not. Is literally not doing anything for us. And so there's that. And so if nobody else is coming to the stage tonight, that's all we got for tonight. Apostle Marshila Hall. Y'all see how she cut up? I'm just saying. She always cut up. Well, guys, that's, that's it for tonight. We will be back next week. I do not know what we're talking about next week. We got one more week. And then Takesha will be with us. Yeah. Back with us in two weeks. Uh, the gang will be back together again. But we do have one more week before this month is out. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about next week. But, of course, I will let you guys know. But um, if there's if there's nothing else, Apostle, come pray us out. Y'all hear how she said that? I'm she, just saying. She really cutting up. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I just want to say I love you guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for sharing this platform with me, Jerry. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Father, we just come before you. We thank you that you are a God of love, that you are a God of understanding. We thank you, Lord God, that you know all things. You see all things, Father God, and that you are all powerful. We thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for your grace, your mercy. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, that your mind is full of us and that you never forget about us, Father. Lord God, I just thank you right now for each and every person that is listening now and those that were here um, on this platform at a later date. I thank you that you are giving us clarity of thought, clarity of heart. Yes, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are with us in every decision that we make and you will not let us fall. Though we may stumble, you will not let us fall, Father. So I thank you now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for just touching, Father God, our hearts, Lord God. I thank you for creating in us a clean heart and renewing the right spirit within us, which is your spirit. Thank you for the ability, Father God, to choose and to choose well. We thank you, Father God, as we go forth and make these decisions and drop the cape. Uh, we thank you for strength. Yes, we Lord. thank you for comfort. Yes, we thank Lord. you for joy. We thank you for your peace. And we thank you, Father God, for your spirit that never leaves us because we know that the Holy Spirit is our helper. And we just give you permission to help us each and every day. We cover each and every household, present and not present. We thank you, Father God, now in the name of Jesus. Um, we just thank you, Lord God, and we thank say that we Lord. love you back. And we thank you that we have one another. We thank you for right relationships. We thank you for divine relationships that are coming from you. We thank you for doors that are being opened and those that are being shut. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, y'all, that is it for this week's uh, Dear Christian Black Girl. We